This is the murderer you know. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Oh, that's good. I had to let the dogs out because I know that after we finish recording this, I'm going to be way too scared to go outside, probably. Are you alone? Yes. Oh, no. I'm alone. <laughs> and I'm way really too scared to leave this room, <laughs> let alone let my dogs outside in the dark, especially when one of them is about to be 12 next month and oh. seems to be hard of hearing. Yeah. And just wanders around and eats bunny poop. <laughs> no consideration whatsoever for me wanting him to come inside. Probably thinks they're chocolate chips. <laughs> I mean, if he thinks so. <laughs> yeah, I never liked being alone. And sometimes pets actually make it worse. Yeah, Cats they make are it the worse. worst. They act all crazy all the time. And there'll be a noise and they look with their eyes all big like, oh my God. I don't know. The cats don't bother me as much because they're quiet, at least. The dogs will wake me up in the middle of the night carrying on barking bloody murder like there's (laughs) literally someone standing over the bed. And I'm just like, y'all have got to chill out. You're giving me anxiety. Yeah, our dog does that, one of them. And you're like, shut up. (laughs) I always think maybe we should listen to her. Maybe Maybe she's she's trying trying to tell tell you something. something. Oh, well. She's trying to warn your ass. You're just screaming at her. I am excited to find out what this week's episode is all about. Well, I don't think it's particularly scary, but everything scares me when I'm alone. My husband out of town where in um what's the name of the place i don't niagara falls many 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 years ago there was some movie and i think it was sort of like a murder mystery or something i don't think i ever saw it but the person would hear the word niagara falls and i don't know they would go insane and kill people (laughs) what (laughs) i'm probably mixing where do people come up with this shit (laughs) well what's been what's new what's been happening this week What's been happening this week? Well, strange story of this 25 year old woman who disappeared. Was that last week? Was that the week before? I feel like I'm in a time warp. I just have to say, what was she thinking? But you know, that's true in a lot of our cases where you think, how did this person think they were going to get away with this? How did she think she was going to get away with it. I mean, apparently they were suspicious from the absolute get-go because she didn't realize she was being recorded by camera. And Uh she said she was on the phone with them saying, there's a toddler in front of my car and I don't see any parents. And they were like, well, just keep an eye on him. We're on the way. Meanwhile, they said her car traveled 600 yards with this supposed Mm -hmm. toddler standing right in front of it. And 600 yards is like three football fields. So they said the toddler must have been like Sonic the Hedgehog zipping down the highway while she Mm. was zooming behind him. And so pretty much they were like, "Uh, something here doesn't add up. I guess she was trying to pull a gone girl or something and just disappear and then maybe thought better of it. I don't want to speculate. I'm sure her family is very happy that whatever happened, she's home safe. And I'm sure they were incredibly worried. And I'm sure it was enormously stressful. 
Oh, yeah, horrible. I mean, I'm sure they thought she was dead. And her boyfriend who posted this thing, well, actually, he's apparently her ex-boyfriend. And he posted like, she fought for her life valiantly and escaped her abductors. He is absolutely furious, furious with her for coming up with this, whatever well, it is. Well, did they break up scam. before or because <laughs> of? Wasn't quite clear. Oh, very strange. Yeah, very strange. Very, very, very strange. I do hope, I wish the police would say to her, look, we're going to put you in jail for 120 years and fine you $60 million for everything We're just going to make us. up laws. <laughs> Or you can tell us what the hell you were thinking. <laughs> I think it seems pretty obvious to me that she was trying to pull a Gone Girl. Well, I don't, I'm not familiar with Gone Girl. So this is some girl who just decides she wants to change her life and take off. Yeah. And she basically, I'm probably confusing different, different books like you with this Niagara <laughs> Falls. But she fakes her own death and I think she frames her husband and oh, she nice. just disappears and she pulls it off. And just like her looking up who gets an Amber Alert and the movie Taken, it makes me think that she was trying to disappear. Yeah, but I don't know how the movie Taken would help you disappear. She was also, though, looking out at of bus. Pull off like a convincing kidnapping. I guess. That was fake. I mean, it's a movie, though, so I feel like <laughs> that's not going to be super convincing or realistic. She also was Googling bus routes and train routes out of, I guess, the closest town. I still feel like she, that she had an accomplice or something. I mean, was she going to walk from this spot on the interstate to the bus station? None of it makes any Good sense. Good question. I didn't think any of it made sense at all. But you, like a week ago, from day one, minute one, were like, she made it up. There was just something about the story that made no sense. I hope to see more. Me too. Do you know how much it probably cost? Oh, I know. For, for a 48-hour search? I know. Helicopters, I know. dogs, mm -hmm. hundreds of volunteers. How would mm -hmm. you like to be one of those people who gave up your weekend tromping through the heat and the mud and the muck and the mosquitoes to find somebody who just made it all up? Maybe she'll break down and confess all. Well, into another half-baked casserole dish of foolishness. Tonight's story. Yes. So I feel like we had a few angles we could take today since we're kind of going with similar themes to our episodes from the same time last year. This case actually popped up when I was researching for a completely different case we covered during year one because one of the players here has the exact same name as someone from our Taquito episode same name we don't even use names well i guess I, you know i names. see them though and it's not a common name is it taquito frito brown or something i mean yes that was like a psychic powers <laughs> there of some sort taquito frito brown i'm trying to even remember the taquito store oh, it was, was the 7-eleven and the nightclub oh, oh yes moving on Random tie there, but 
I'm going with the robbery and druggery and betrayal of a friendshipery, which is taking us way back to episode five, which, as we mentioned right. last week, was the two young women who were robbed and murdered in their home. Yeah, I was thinking about that today because I knew we were going to be recording and the little child that hid in the closet mm. and survived. And I kept thinking, what if he, he must have known there was a child in the house and what would he have done if he had seen her? That's too awful to think about. It's too awful to think about, but I'm sure that he just assumed the child was someplace else. I like guess. A grandparent. Maybe he said, where's so-and-so? And the mother said, oh, she's at... A friend's house. Yeah. And she wasn't a baby baby. I think she no. was eight or kind of in that area. Yeah. Old enough to have a sleepover. It's a friend's house. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just... just uh. But you found a similar story of... I found Friendship gone a wrong, stor- druggery. Yeah. Yes. And for this one, we're going, I'll say, we're going way back to 2016, which is really verging on way back at this point. Is that horrifying? It feels way back. That's seven, is that seven years ago? That's the scariest thing we're about to talk about. You know, that's- I'm in shock. That's the year I retired. Oh my goodness. I know. That's crazy. (laughs) Wow. Well, something else crazy, we're going to be talking about a 17-year-old and his 30-year-old friend. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say his 30-year-old girlfriend. 30-year-old friend. Okay. I don't know if it's better or worse that they were or were not romantically involved, (laughs) but I don't know if I think 17-year-olds and 30-year-olds need to be having friendships together. No, no, they do not. They do not. let's talk about these Well, I was going to say kids, but let's talk about this kid and this man who was friends with him. Maybe he's like an older brother figure, but not a positive influence, to say the least. The 17-year-old actually couldn't find very much about him, but I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb and say that he really liked to smoke weed. And I think you'll see why as we move forward with the story. You have to have a reason why you like to smoke weed? No, I'm just saying I think he liked to. And you'll see the reason why I think that. Oh, why you think that? Okay. (laughs) Yes. He also seemed to like hanging out with his friends. You know, it's a normal teenage boy thing, including a 30-year-old man who owed him money. This really impacted me. Like, why are you 30 and you owe a high schooler money? (laughs) I just couldn't get over this. It would make more sense if the teenager owed the older man money. But yeah, I find that very strange. (laughs) Apparently, I mean, obviously this 30-year-old is a complete loser since he is friends with teenagers. So I guess... Maybe he doesn't have a job. Maybe he... I don't know. He had at the ripe old age of 19, been charged with possession of cocaine, 
possession of a firearm while possessing cocaine, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, possession of marijuana, and violation of probation on a felony offense. So it is certainly possible that he didn't (laughs) have a job or the best prospects, unfortunately, even if he had maybe wanted to get on the straight and narrow. But you're saying that when he was 19, he apparently was already a felon. It seems that way, but I couldn't see any previous (laughs) charges. So they must have Uh, been when he was a juvenile. Okay. So by 19, he was already a convicted felon and was found guilty of five more charges, guns and drugs. Yep. Seems like, I don't know, just watched my nephew for a week. So I just have a connection with parents now, but it seems like every parent's <laughs> worst nightmare, your kid hanging out with, with this guy. Yeah, I have to agree. There are many nightmares parents have. In spite of all of this, though, the older guy was apparently very loved by his friends. And Oh my God, he if was... I hear... <laughs> One more loser says, oh, he was a great guy and everyone loved him. No, (laughs) sorry. And he was apparently remembered even by people who hadn't really interacted with him since high school as funny and very smart. He Mm. graduated high school with a high GPA and he was described as selfless and caring. And in 2016, even as this story evolved, he was helping to raise some little ones who were not his biological children, but who he loved as his own. So he's got some layers. Are they not layers? Levels? Peels? (laughs) Onions? Peel that onion, man. (laughs) Well, I think we all have layers. And I guess... Even most people who make mistakes or commit crimes, other than the real psychopaths, I don't think are completely evil. They have people who love them. They can love other people. Their dog probably loves them. Poor dogs. They don't know any better. They're just sweet babies. I know. So these guys, they're hanging out in June 2016, the 17-year-old and the 30-year-old. And they came up with a plan and it really centered around a third kid who we'll get into in a minute selling the high schooler, our 17 year old shitty weed that he wasn't happy with. And the fact that the 30 year old guy owed the 17 year old a bunch of money. So this started off with shitty weed being sold to somebody. Maybe it was parsley. (laughs) somebody didn't get the quality product they were expecting. That is the sitch. And the guy that sold it to him, did you, did I miss this? He was 14? 19. Oh, 19. I'm sorry. I thought very mature. It just gets really younger. I remember being in court for a speeding ticket one time and the little brother of someone who I had gone to preschool and up with was in there for selling weed at his middle school. So it certainly (laughs) happens. You're not even 14 in middle school. Well, maybe he had failed a few times. I don't think so. I know. I know. Yeah, I remember that kid. Sad story. That's a sad story. Mm. I do not know why they hatched this plan. I mean, really, I just don't know if there could possibly be a why. Yeah, it puts me in mind of that other case we talked about where they shot their roommate and then they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do with him? I mean, how people come up with these things? 
half baked not Maybe even raw. half <laughs> raw raw baked they want to okay. get even they decide that they're going to set up a drug deal and that during the course of the drug deal they're going to rob this other kid I, I guess I'll call him the dealer but I hesitate to call him a dealer he's like a 19 year old kid selling weed I don't think he was a drug kingpin you're still dealing drugs so call but, him the dealer. We have to differentiate. <laughs> we have the 30-year-old. We'll call him the old man. We have the 17-year-old. We'll call him, I don't know, the underage Tommy pool. Pickles. <laughs> Tommy Pickles. <laughs> who knows who that is? Sound I off do. in I the do. comments. I wonder if the 17-year-old is still wearing just a diaper and a t-shirt. <laughs> We can only hope. And then the other kid will be the dealer. Okay, okay, let's go. Okay. The ultimate idea of this is A, getting back at this guy for selling shitty weed. And B, it's going to allow the 30-year-old to pay back his debt to Tommy. It's a foolproof plan, really. I mean, they think <laughs> it's it's going to go really well nothing well, did, could possibly go wrong you did say the 30 year old when he graduated from high school he had a high gpa so you know he's uh he's smart he's smart why are you well, hating on him hopefully he planned all the logistics okay now the dealer the dealer like I said, he was 19. He had recently worked at Dunkin' Donuts and had even more recently started his own landscaping business, which he was really excited about. He had a purple van to tow all his gear around. He had a trailer that he could haul his lawnmower on. He was ready to start his business and make a name for himself. He had his business cards, his Facebook page. He was growing his clientele. He was ready to take on the world. And he was described as a bundle of energy and as impulsive, daring, quick-witted, and funny. Was he just selling weed on the side? To That's why I said it? I hesitate to call him a dealer. Okay. I don't think he was really... I, I imagine him as one of those kids that if a friend of his wanted some weed, but I don't think he was so selling weed to tons of people people he didn't know that it was okay. like his main source of income so it'd be like dude do you know where i can get some weed and he'd say oh yeah i think i can get you some okay so at what were we calling him gramps the 30 year old <laughs> gramps encouraged the youngest of the three to reach out and set up this drug deal and around 3 p.m. on June 16th, 2016, the 19-year-old texted the 17-year-old back to confirm a meeting time and place. Okay, so the dealer texts and says, cool, this is where we'll meet. Mm-hmm. Another piece of their plan had evolved in the meantime because they had decided that they also wanted to scare the dealer so that he wouldn't keep selling people this shitty weed. They all arrive at this apartment complex that the dealer picked as a meeting spot, and the two men got into the aspiring landscaper's car. The older gentleman climbed into the seat behind the driver. Mm. And never, never let anybody get behind you. It's a safety a tip during a drug deal. Just mm. take it from me. Sounds like a story. <laughs> 
Shortly after getting in the car, the 30-year-old began to hit the 19-year-old on the head with his gun. He didn't mention a gun. He had a gun. Oh, God. And when the 17-year-old got out of the car to make sure that the whole exchange hadn't attracted the attention of the police or of anyone from the neighborhood, he heard the 19-year-old begging this full-grown fucking adult to stop hitting him. And Mm. in response, the 30-year-old shot the 19-year-old entrepreneur once in the head. Unbelievable. So these two, I don't like to speak ill of people. I feel like it's probably pretty apparent if you've been listening to this show, but they seem like assholes to me. They then stole this man's weed and they fled the scene. But don't worry. They couldn't couldn't have just called him up and said, hey, dude, that last batch of weed you sold us sucked. We want a refund or we want something better. Why are you trying to put logic on this? You know, (laughs) you know what this is more than anything else? Not not. It's an argument for legalized drugs, to be (laughs) honest. Well, you know, lots of people say if drugs were legal, people wouldn't be killing each other for them. Or breaking into people's houses or costing total strangers and beating and robbing them on the streets. They could take the weed back to the store and ask for a refund <laughs> instead of shooting some poor child. <sighs> I'm with you. That's awful. Was the 17-year-old shocked or had this been the plan all along to kill this guy? They just shoot him, rob him, and take off. And the kid is in his van, dead. But don't worry, because remember, Gramps had a high GPA. And he very quickly realized that they couldn't just leave the scene. So a couple of minutes later, they returned to the scene to clean up a little bit. They wiped down the inside of the car. They cleaned up all of the blood. They made sure to wipe anywhere they might have touched. And they also stole this guy's, he had two cell phones, maybe one for his business, one for his personal life. They stole both of his cell phones. And then they left again after covering their little tracks. Didn't you say that this happened in an apartment complex? Yes. Yes. But yes, it yes, was but. not the greatest part of town, I guess we could uh, say. So nobody said, oh, there's a gunshot. We should call the police. Maybe it's possible that from inside an apartment with the TV on or talking to your family, you wouldn't be able to hear a gunshot inside a car some distance away from your apartment. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But no, no one called the police at this time and reported anything suspicious, any sounds or anything like that. Okay. I want to just take a couple of minutes to talk a little bit more about this 19-year-old who was the victim of this absolute nonsense. This 19-year-old entrepreneur was a major mama's boy. He often told his friends that his mission was to take care of his mom. And speaking of doggos, which we were earlier, and I'm always thinking about doggos, he loved his doggo who he described as a human stuck in a dog's body. Oh, baby. 
He was a nature lover who enjoyed sharing his passion for the outdoors, fishing, camping, and travel with all of his friends and loved ones. He was old-fashioned and liked to write letters to his friends, even just to say hello or I miss you. And he had something in common with you, mom, once convincing a client not to trim some hedges until later in the season after he found a nest of eggs in one part of the hedge. And he he sounds like a wonderful guy. He does. And he sadly lost his life to unnecessary gun violence on June 16th, 2016. And once again, I'm reminded of earlier episodes when we think about how much was stolen. What did these guys get? Two cell phones, a bag of weed. A bag of shitty weed. And, you know, I don't know, whatever the guy had in his wallet. Yeah. So 50 bucks, 100 bucks. And they did not consider that a human life was worth more than that. That they were willing to take this kid away from his friends, his family, his dog for that. You just wonder what happens to people that they can behave that way. There really are no words, honestly. It is hard to even imagine that someone sitting around smoking a joint of this shitty weed, getting mad about it, would think, let's scare the guy. Okay, let's rob the guy. I owe you money anyway. Okay, actually, we ended up murdering him. How do you go from one of those things to the next? Well, I wonder if they had decided to murder him or if the 30-year-old just was caught up in the moment and this guy's screaming and and he's suddenly afraid. Oh, my God, this guy can't get him to shut up and just shoots him in the head. Could have stopped beating him. Then he might have stopped screaming and begging for his life. Terrible. So Dawn arrives at this apartment complex and there's a purple van. Well... No, not quite. So not quite the vehicle, which I don't think was his business. I think he had a personal car as well. Okay. Purple van probably would have been very noticeable for something that was in its very nature, probably attempting to be somewhat incognito. Mm. In the hours after this exchange took place, police were called to the scene after neighbors noticed the car parked outside of their apartment complex and it was a car they didn't recognize and the resident who actually found him she went out to her car to get her laptop and she happened to look into this guy's front seat and she saw this young boy in the car with blood coming out of his nose and his ears and in a panic she started knocking on all of his doors but he didn't answer so she called 911 Well, there's somebody who at least knows what to do if you see somebody in trouble. Yeah, she told News Channel 3, quote, just think, what if I didn't go to get my laptop? He could have been sitting there. It's just sad. And our other guys were home. And I know they really thought that they had this brilliant foolproof plan, but they forgot that cell phones existed apparently and they (laughs) forgot that they stole two cell phones and they forgot that you shouldn't take your cell phone with you to scare your drug dealer and or commit a murder and also important they forgot not to exchange communication about a crime committed together via text message 
Why does all of this just sound so familiar? It just pings so many different cases. Yep. In the days following the murder, the investigation unfolded pretty quickly. The FBI cellular analysis and surveillance team was a major part in breaking the case so quickly. The FBI got involved? Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't have the specific details as to why. Maybe hmm. the city where this took place at the time didn't have the technology needed. Yeah, maybe. To trace phones. I mean, I'm not sure. Jokes aside, 2016 isn't that long ago. So I'm not sure why. Maybe because it involved drugs. Maybe because it well, involved an underage child. Well, they didn't know that Well, he yet. was 19. And did they even know it involved drugs? At that, at finding a dead body, did they know or did they suspect? Did somebody say, oh, well, you know, sometimes he sold weed to people. You know, they were probably talking to a lot of people. Yeah. This is one of those cases where I really wish I had been able to find more information. So the cellular analysis and surveillance team, they were able to determine things like that the 17-year-old or this person, I don't think they knew when they found out that it was a 17-year-old or who he really even was. But of course, they found communications between this 17-year-old and they were able to determine that he was the very last person that the 19-year-old was in contact with before his death. They also determined that so they were they were able to trace the kids' cell phone records, who we mm-hmm. called, who we texted. Yep. They were also able to figure out that the 17-year-old and 19-year-old had been in touch in the days leading up to the crime. They also uncovered communications between the 17-year-old and his 30-year-old pal after the murder, where they discussed the events that took place and sent each other links to news articles Hmm. about what happened. And of course, they were also able to determine that these two had been in the immediate area of the crime, also using cell phone data. It boggles the mind. High GPA. Where did he go to school? Like oh. maybe compared to the other people at the school. I don't, I don't Let's can't see. even Hold imagine. on. I have his Facebook pulled up. Let's see. Or maybe he went to Bayside High School. Where's, is that in Norfolk? Virginia Beach. Interesting. Pretty good school system out there. Yeah, I think so. You should also see this really weird picture. Maybe I'll make it the picture for the episode. He has some really weird picture on his Facebook of a bunch of taxidermied wolves, maybe. You just can't shoot wolves in Virginia Beach. There aren't any. And then stuff them. I mean, aren't they in- Listen, listen, juror number 10. There's no indication here that he himself shot or stuffed these wolves. Okay? (laughs) You got to relax. He's just got a picture with stuffed- Yes, he's not with them. They are just in the picture by themselves. All righty. Ultimately, these two criminal masterminds were arrested within a couple of days on the 21st. Okay. Just under a week later. One thing I found, I don't know, maybe I'm just giving it too much consideration. But one thing I found kind of interesting is that in the early days, the very early days, it initially seemed like the police had cleared the older man of any part in the crime. Hmm. 
Maybe and they were just trying to lull him into a false sense of security before they be. slammed down on him. It could be. There were witnesses coming forward. One witness, for example, came forward and told the police that the 30-year-old tried to give him the murder weapon to hide. That rings a bell, too, with, with some other story. Oh, with a story that's paralleling this one. Didn't? Yeah, one of the friends took yeah. the gun. Yeah. And I didn't you even just tell you once... to play the game. You just did it all on your own. Yeah, wasn't I supposed to scream like a howler monkey <laughs> if I found, you know, <laughs> parallels? And once again, you think, okay, it's bad enough that there's a person actually stupid and depraved enough to kill somebody for basically nothing. But then they have friends who are willing to help out. The friend said no. I'm thinking about the original case. Oh, okay. Yes. That one yeah. was so strange. It was weird that those people were willing to help. Yeah. And not. And, and ended up going to jail for God knows how much time. Absolutely okay. weird. So luckily this guy came forward and said, yeah, he mm -hmm. had a gun. He asked me to hide it for him. <sighs> oh, and, and, and. And, and. And the, once arrested, the 30-year-old shortly confessed, quote, about his involvement in the murder to another inmate while he was awaiting his trial. What do they call that? The jailhouse confession? Yeah, something like that. And I don't know. Why do people do that? Are they bragging? Oh, I'm so smart. I'm so clever. I did this. But you aren't, you certainly can't say that you're smart and clever because yo ass is in jail. Exactly. But maybe he's trying to make himself look intimidating. Yeah, big bad. Because I'm sure jail is a very scary place. Or can uh, Hopefully we will never find out. Hopefully. Although someone did ask me where you got your ducks from, you duck kidnapper. So maybe... <laughs> where i a, got my a listener <laughs> was like hey where did your mom get those ducks from a poultry so exchange they are coming for you poultry out here taxidermying ducks <laughs> five bucks for two of them i thought that was an amazing price that is an amazing price why would you even bother to sell a duck for $2.50? Doesn't seem like it could be much of a profit. No. But it's funny that you ask, that you say somebody was concerned about where I got the ducks. Not concerned. More curious, I would say. Okay. Tractor supply. But I had called somebody to get a little advice on the ducks. Sponsor. Sponsor us. Tractor <laughs> supply, poultry exchange, $2.50. We'll promote you. Tractor Supply just lets people set up in the park. Yeah, I've been to one of those. Actually, if you guys have never been to one of those, I would highly recommend because it's yeah, nothing they're fun. but they're fun. cute little fluffy cuties, yeah. bunnies, ducks, geese, chickens. But turkeys, anyway, I, I called swans, somebody to ask pigs. them for some duck advice. <laughs> I was going to keep and interrupting you, but I ran out of animals. <laughs> And I mentioned that these ducklings were mallards. And this person absolutely flipped out on me saying, where did I get mallard chicks? As if I had waded through the marsh and whipped them out of their mother's nest. I said, people sell them. They're <laughs> wild, but they're also kind of domesticated. Mm -hmm. I said, no, I did not bite off a mother duck and steal her babies. The fix is in. Back to our jailhouse confession. 
well that was that was it there wasn't anything else in the jailhouse confession (laughs) but all of this evidence and more of course came out in court because of course these guys did face their day in court each of them so for the tommy yes for tommy the 17 year old and was he still in high school or was he a dropout i don't know actually wasn't addressed okay it wasn't addressed i suppose you could graduate at 17 you could I guess. Maybe he was also a genius prodigy with a high (laughs) GPA. No doubt. Days after his 18th birthday, four days to be exact, our youngest criminal took a plea deal. Mm. Even though he was tried as an adult because of the severity of the crimes he committed, and even though he was charged with robbery, conspiracy, use of a firearm, and the big one, first-degree murder, the conditions of the plea deal he received for pleading guilty stipulated he could not receive more than 18 years in prison. So initially, he received 29 years for the first-degree murder charge, which was surprising to me. I mean, I haven't looked up the range of time you can get for first-degree murder lately, but only 29 years seems light. No? Well, we've talked about how sentencing seems to be so random, and some people get life in prison for, you know, spitting on the sidewalk, and other people shoot up their neighborhood and get a slap on the wrist. So I I don't understand it. Or in the case of the two women who killed their mothers, and one is found guilty by reason of insanity, no jail time. And the other girl was given no you were fine. You were completely okay. And we're going to sentence you for as much as we can. I think she only got 18 years, right? Well, that's true. They so did. that's actually they... comparable to this. Because... So he gets 18 years. Yeah, because when he was sentenced on June 27th, 2018, 11 years were suspended. Remember, based on the stipulations of his plea deal, which said he couldn't get any more than 18 years. Okay. So the 29 dropped down to only 18. And he also received, upon his release, indefinite supervision. for When he gets out. Yeah. And that will be in 2027, which is pretty soon. Now, as, as part of this plea deal, did he also testify against his buddy? I bet he did. The so what happened of- to the 30-year-old? He was also charged with robbery, conspiracy, use of a firearm, and first-degree murder. And And he was already a convicted felon. Yes. So this was like his third time going down for the third time. Yes. And over a three-day jury trial in January 2018, he pled not guilty, Hmm. but he was ultimately found guilty of all four charges and Hmm. he received 29 years in prison with three years probation upon his release. So that means he'll be 59 when he's released. But still for somebody who's already a convicted felon, Mm -hmm. I would have thought they would have given him a much harsher sentence. The callousness of just shooting somebody in the head for absolutely no reason Oh, I don't know. It's crazy. It we is. should put a table together of what people did and how much time they got. Yeah, really. 
we should go through all of our episodes and work that up because it's very interesting how things land sometimes. Yeah. I think about that 17 year old who got conned by his girlfriend into killing her parents. And it was basically the same thing. I mean, it was first degree murder. They planned it. They did it. And there wasn't even robbery involved. It was just kill him. And he gets the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And he was 17. Mm-hmm. I guess it's jurisdiction, the judge, the yeah, prosecutor. Yeah, we've talked about it. It's a lot of things. Yeah. It, there are a thousand different things that go into it, whether or not there should be. I mean, if you yeah, I will say humans, the kid, it's going to be messed. It's going to be imperfect. Yeah, I will put say it the, nicely. Kid, the kid who got the death penalty. I mean, he was just maybe because it was a small community and everybody was so outraged and the girl couldn't really be punished. So it all the whole thing fell on him. Yeah. So well, yeah, these guys, whether intentionally or otherwise, I mean, obviously the jury thought it was intentional since they both mm-hmm. ended up charged with first degree murder, killed this kid to pay back a debt and to get revenge for shitty weed. It's pretty weird. Yeah, I guess the 17-year-old can be excused because, as we've discussed many times, the brain doesn't really fully form till 25. But the 30-year-old, he was already a convicted felon. Mm -hmm. Surely it might have crossed his mind that if he was caught, that he was going down for the count. Hmm. I wonder if he served any time for those drug charges and stuff he had when he was younger. Let's see. Possession of cocaine. He pled guilty and only got five years probation. And he got his license suspended for six months. Possession of a firearm while possessing cocaine. He did get two years in prison for that. For the possession of marijuana, he got 30 days in jail. Probably all of it suspended. No, because the records that I'm looking in list how much of the time was suspended. So I don't think, I mean, it doesn't list any of it as suspended. Mm. He probably spent a little bit of time in prison. Or jail. It lists penitentiary. Oh, yeah, that's prison. But yeah. Okay. This is my sprinkle. And this is what had me thinking (laughs) about the 25-year-old in Georgia because... The victim's last Facebook post from the day before he was murdered was, quote, I think we need more guns to stop all these public shootings. Solve guns with guns. Simple as that. If even one person was open carrying in that club, it could have been prevented. If five people were open carrying, he wouldn't have had a chance. And that was in reference to the Orlando nightclub shooting. Just made me think about her looking up suspicious things. Not that that's suspicious, but it just seemed strange. Yeah. I wonder how. One of those cosmic things. I'm guessing though. Thinking about that and posting about that a day before he himself lost his life to gun violence. Yeah. But I guess he wasn't caring. Probably thought. I don't even think that that's necessarily universally i'm a scientist so i'm a data person and i'm not sure if there's (laughs) hard data on whether or not his assessment there is true 
There is no hard evidence, but people have certainly said, oh, well, yeah, if one guy, five guys, 10 guys had been armed, they'd have taken this guy out. On the other hand, they might have shot a bunch of people trying to take him out. And there have been the random case where, yeah, somebody started to do something and somebody was armed and pulled out their gun and took them down. So it has happened, but... I don't know. I don't think it's statistically significant. And that's what I think. Not statistically significant. I just thought it was, it's before we really knew, not that we still really know what was going on with that young woman. When I was researching this and it was interesting seeing like, oh, she was looking up trains. She was looking up buses. She was looking up Taken. She was looking up how to gone girl. And then I was researching this and it was the day before he lost his life. He was having these thoughts. Yeah. Which that was very. Yeah. Sort of strange that he would post about strange coincidence. That's all I have. It's very sad. Yeah. It's just another case of drugs and guns and stupid decisions Mm -hmm. and ruined lives all around. Mm -hmm. I would like to say maybe next week's episode will be more uplifting, but that's not what we talk about. (laughs) I know the same person. I called him a listener earlier, but he is also a friend that I was having a conversation (laughs) with. And in another part of the conversation, he was like, man, y'all have had some good episodes lately, but holy shit, they are so sad. I have to stop listening to them in the morning. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. He was like, why are you apologizing? That's kind of the nature. I knew what I was getting into, but I couldn't there be like a funny crime of some sort where it involves imagine like home alone like no one actually gets hurt but it's an attempt at hurting someone that ends in tripping down the stairs and falling into a mud puddle and skirting across the floor into a big bag of feathers and then getting pecked by a duck i don't know Something like that. There might be crimes that have sort of turned into, I don't know, a a three-ring circus. Fortunately, (laughs) you know, when there are guns involved, I just don't think there's much chance for humor. No. there's. I don't think next week is going to be super humorous either because the next episode we covered last year was... The case of that family who hid all of their pregnancies and caged their daughter. I hope to God you didn't find a parallel to that one. I hope, I wish, it's sad to, I think what's really so sad about all of this to me and like just that the fact that horrible things happen in general is that they aren't one-offs. That's what makes it so horrible. Because you know, like, even if it didn't become public knowledge, even if it happened in secret somewhere, you know that other stuff like that happens. And it's so horrible to know that. Yeah, it's it's true. And, you know, you would think that maybe by listening to these kinds of things that it might give people the idea, let's be kinder, better, look out for each other. And I guess to me, the surprising thing, especially with with next week's episode about the people who kept their child in a cage, once again, these were not stupid people without resources or knowledge or, 
families who would have helped. And but that's and how they ended up in that situation. They didn't think their families would help or would be understanding hmm. because they weren't married. Yeah, but the families knew they had this new kid. They were married. Oh, by that time. Oh, so this was all, it's much better to starve your child to death than to confess that you had a child out of wedlock. Okay, twisted values there. Something like that, I guess. I wanted to end on a note of bad guys getting hit in the crotch with paint cans. (laughs) That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Well, I hope these two... While they're in prison, somebody hits them <laughs> in the crotch with a paint can. Well, they only well have deserved. like four more years on Tommy Pickles, so they better get on it. And you guys can get on emailing us, murdereryouknow at gmail.com. Checking out our social media pages. We are Murderer You Know Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Good thing we don't have a Twitter or soon I'd have to be saying what? Go on our X, X, X. You know, now there's another person (laughs) who obviously is not stupid. You know, he's a a successful businessman, but he he buys a company that apparently nobody wants him to buy. All the employees hate him. All the people who have Twitter accounts hate him. (laughs) And then he comes up with a brilliant idea of calling it x and getting rid of the cute little bird i liked the cute little bird i like the cute little bird too and i thought tweeting it's cute i guess he doesn't like cute some people hate cute good for him we shall see well to me if people were not already driven away from twitter to the new what what is the new thing called threads oh there's a new thing the Facebook guy. What is his name? I can never remember. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg or something. Yes. Well, he has Facebook and he has Instagram. And now he started this new thing that's like Twitter. I guess it's little short, pithy things. Does it have a cute animal? No, it's called Threads. You know, these people literally pay a gazillion dollars to marketers and logo makers and all. And you come up with threads. I think Twitter was was very clever. Threads. Yeah. But anyway, so all these people will say, I am not going to X on X. I'm just going to go with thread on threads. <laughs> <laughs> is this what the cage fight is about? cage fight weren't they gonna cage fight who zuckerberg and elon in the coliseum i know who i'd put my money on yes he probably had a high gpa too well okay all right well doody 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 (laughs) see you next week bye oh bye oh